0: Sam has insisted that that I take the lead on this one. After the whole pirates, Uh, I don't know why you
1: insist on crapping on my poops.
2: And the crazy portal theories. I I didn't know into the theories about it being a non-Euclidean space. Anyway,
0: so I'm bringing to the table some more findings on the on the church-associated
2: warriors. Church-associated warriors rolls right off the tongue.
3: Angie, we let you talk last
2: time. Louisa, let me talk. And it's just, we have this perfectly good name that you two refuse to use because you think it's silly. But it sure, is. please. Sure. Church Associated Warriors gets the job done, I guess. Ugh. Sorry, Louisa, you're in the lead today. Thank you. Now, First things first,
0: I'll give credit where credit is due. Some of the evidence that I have with me actually came to my attention thanks to Ron.
1: You're very welcome. I've been digging deep for connections between Nassau's Pirate Queen and the Golden Donut, and I found a few connections that had the Golden Donut MO, but none of the links I was looking for. So I went ahead and tossed it Luisa's way. It was right up her alley.
0: And it was actually very useful.
1: You say that like it's surprising. That's mean.
0: No, no. I mean, maybe a little. You have to admit, it's usually hit or miss with the information you bring to the table.
1: I found that follow-up about the museum heist you first talked about.
0: You did. You did. And it led down an interesting path. Now, if we remember, one of the cases that I found with the warrior with the glowing back was a robbery from a museum in Lisbon. Remember, a piece was being moved and these warriors stole it from the transport.
2: Wasn't that the one with the... I swear uh, if you say it, Angie. With the embrace. (coughs) That was totally a kiss.
0: Angie! Again, speculation. But yes, that's the one. Now, one of the items stolen that night was a scepter. And from Ron's research, I now know that this particular piece was part of a set, along with a Globus cruciger dating back to the 12th century. Now, the pieces were believed lost during a Mongol raid sometime between 1260 and 1294 until they reemerged. The Globus appeared in the late 20th century in the private collection of a French politician. And we know the scepter was found in the black market, taken to a museum where it surely went missing again. Now, here is where it gets interesting and some of Ron's research comes in. Ron discovered that the scepter had been acquired by Arctek? of all places, and that's where it was being transported.
1: Yeah, I thought it was suspicious that a tech company bought an ancient Christian relic. It's not impossible or anything, but it catches your attention.
0: Aren't they known for their medical developments? Exactly. They've been breaking Mm. new ground in the medical and tech fields ever since ArcTech was established by Julian Salvius. Yet, a few years ago, there was a major shift in the allocation of company resources, seemingly out of nowhere. From being fully focused on medical development, suddenly Arctic was investing in historical digs and restorations, in auctions and religious relics, uh, purchasing pieces from private collections. One such piece was, of course, the Globus. Uh, They bought it from the family in 2018, and that was the year before they tried to acquire the matching scepter, actually.
3: Okay, okay. So, Salvius took an interest in historical artifacts and used company resources to fund it. Every other CEO of a Fortune 500 has done the same with their own hobbies at one point or another. This isn't part of some big conspiracy.
1: Unless, unless Miss Salvius, like us, has discovered the link between the Golden Donut and the church and has been oh. using her research, resources for her own research. Uh, <clears throat>
0: there's, there's another thing, too? Why do you sound apologetic? Because you're not going to like it. But I do have to mention it for the sake of being transparent.
3: How much am I not going to like it?
0: Oh, we'll see. Well, this is how it goes. Some context first. Uh, When Arctic began expanding into the antiquities business, they also increased the amount of security they had on payroll and even outsourced to a specialized security firm.
3: That doesn't seem strange when dealing with valuable collectibles. Our differing opinions on why they're collecting them aside, that wouldn't change that they're a big investment that architect would want to protect.
0: I know. So with that upgrade in security, came an upgrade in the company's insurance across the board and for all their employees.
3: Still not seeing the bad thread here upgrading or changing how they did their insurance could have happened for any number of reasons i mean good lord we just came through a pandemic backdoor deals or a change in the board could have altered the relationship we had the insurance company even or you know it's just a new market and they wanted to be fully covered
0: right yeah but that's not why i bring it up Uh, so it turns out a former employee of arctic who worked security filed an insurance claim for injuries sustained on the job. Now, there was a break-in and theft, and the group who infiltrated were apparently so skilled that they dispatched the entire security team on call that night.
3: Not out of the realm for white-collar crime.
0: The employee who filed the claim, in his account of what happened, described being assaulted by, and I quote, a small ninja nun.
1: Oh, for the
3: love! The
0: gay of- assassin <laughs> nun. Do you
1: have? Did we not see this coming? The moment Luisa mentioned art, text, interest in religious relics, we know the golden donut is associated with Christian iconography
2: and the Vatican. Ninja nun. Why didn't we think of that? Alliteration always works.
1: I I know. Maybe it's not fair to call them ninjas when they seem to have European origins.
2: You know, yeah, that's that's a good point. How? How
0: did we get here? Okay, calm down, everybody. I'm just stating that that was in the claim. This employee obviously felt like he was being shafted for his full compensations and started talking about the incident. But after that, things were very quickly and very quietly swept away. The company probably paid him off for his silence and he said nothing else. But there were no mentions of a glowing donut from this guy. Shit, I meant
2: a (laughs) circle. I knew it. I knew the name would catch on. Oh. well.
1: Let's look at what we know. These assassin nuns have been seen throughout history protecting religious sites and relics, with this being the second incident we know about. And then when the previously medically focused architect corporation takes an interest in such relics, they break in. Maybe architect drew the ire of the church for acquiring these pieces.
2: I'm just remembering something. So, after we first talked about the Vatican event, I looked into it a bit more. And the guy who's now Pope was at a party for some announcement that Jillian Salvius made a few weeks before the explosion. But why would a member of the Christian clergy be at a party held by
3: Jillian Salvius?
2: He was invited? I don't know, maybe, maybe he went to scope out the place for the assassin nuns. I ask again, Angie, do you hear your words as they come out of your mouth? What if, okay, and I know even for me, this is a big what if, but what if Octek was behind the explosion?
1: Yes. No. <laughs> it, what? It, it make, what? It makes perfect sense. We already it suspect does. the golden donut was there to protect something.
3: It does not make perfect sense. It makes no sense. They are a medical research company. Okay, maybe the CEO has a bad habit of using company money to fund her collection hobby, but the idea uh, she has some kind of beef with the head of the Catholic Church is completely absurd.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, you, we have to look at the information that we have right now. And that's a big assumption to make on it. From what I know, there's a zero to non percent chance of the company having some link to the event, and about the guy being there. Actually, one of Jillian's chief researchers used to work at the Vatican, so they probably knew him.
1: What more proof do you need? It's right there. A guy
3: decided to change career paths. It happens to most of us. In fact, this is more to disprove your wild hair theory. Former Vatican employee has a crisis of faith that results in him leaving the church in a position he held for over a decade. It makes more sense that the current Pope had known him as a colleague and was there to talk to him in a personal capacity. The fact the security guard describes the intruder as a small ninja nun muddies the waters more than clarifies it. Was it a dark clothes clad intruder that knew martial arts or had combat training? Was it literally a sister in her habit walking in? We have nowhere near enough details from his rather problematic description to even begin conclusively linking this back to the glowing circle theory and again, Louisa just stated, and this is going to make you cranky, there was no mention of a glowing circle in any of these reports. No connections, wild speculations, and Andy's obsession with sapphic donuts. You win nothing. Good
2: day! Honestly, she took that better than I thought she would.
1: <laughs> I was expecting to hear a table flip.
0: <sighs> Guys can I just have one episode just one episode without the two of you going off on your theories at least until after after I get my research stated <laughs> nope, nope. Oh.
2: Canon fodder is part of the fundamentals network Canon fodder is produced by the fundamentals editing by Corey Shrek sound mixing A story.